Young Young Nostalgia. If you like and retweet, you'll be entered to win something cool. Let's check it out. Welcome back to another fabulous week of Young Nostalgia. I'm Nolan. As always, Ben in, <laughs> in his amazing eight legs of fashion is here with me today. Ben, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing pretty good today. How are you doing? <laughs> I do, I'm doing okay. Good, like eyes twitching when you laugh. <laughs> It's when I squint. <laughs> I know, I know. I just can't take like the soulful like facial effects on FaceTime seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh episode one fourteen. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Had to like change tabs <laughs> to make sure I got it right. <laughs> episode one fourteen uh this week we're gonna be talking about internet celebs. Who they are, why they are, where they came from, and uh, why they're a dying breed. Not necessarily, but we all wish, right? Oh, yeah. It'd be nice when we get down <laughs> to some of the... Uh, uh, I put in some of like the average salaries for some of these people, and uh, <laughs> yeah. we are in the wrong business, brother. <laughs> I know. It says here in one of our notes that you can actually become an internet celebrity by podcasts, so we're just not there yet. Perfect. Yeah. It's all coming together. <laughs> we are in no way sponsored. So, no, all right. Actually I mean, not. There's no commercials on this show. Yeah, there's. <laughs> if mean, you're looking it, for ad the, space, uh, hit us up. It is up. <laughs> I, I want to high. I want to really push for Cola Guard advertisements on this show. Oh my gosh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Those commercials are so uncomfortable. (laughs) They are. Here, just poop in a box, send it anyway. Poop in a box and send it back. (laughs) (laughs) Like how many disasters have happened on UPS trucks? Oh, man. (laughs) Even even if it was no fault of anybody, just like the FedEx truck wrecks. (laughs) And there's just just poop everywhere. everywhere. The cleanup crew rolls in, and be like, "Nope, yeah. nope, yeah, I'm out." Oh no, my box broke! Like one of the cleanup crew, like that was their their shipment. <laughs> yeah, what about uh, what about the other people who's like got packages on the same truck? Yeah, they get and just uh. poop all over it. <laughs> all right, let's get into this episode. What do you think? Okay, probably should. (laughs) (laughs) The hell's wrong with us? (laughs) (laughs) All right, a little bit of uh, background here on the interwebs celebs. Wow. 1991 is. Sorry. Wow. I feel like. I feel like we've talked about this quite a bit. Not internet influence, but inf- influencers. But recently, I feel like 
the topic of the uh, beginning of the World Wide Web has been a constant big point or minor point. <laughs> yeah, our we've used it to preface several other shows. <laughs> right. So if you didn't know already, around 1991, the World Wide Web publicly became available uh, and numerous websites were actually created to serve as forums for topics of shared interests. A lot of like niche hobbies, things like that. I have this. Has anybody ever had this kind of situation? Uh, in some topic areas, this allowed users to get advice and help from experienced users in that particular field, which then helped gain kind of like a type of notoriety or information being like, this is your point of contact in this forum. They've answered correctly and everything has been you know, spot on with everything they said. So, and that kind of like brought forward topics and also accessibility, maybe a little bit easier than print media can, um, and in corporate sites can actually do. So forums are more personal, I guess, low key, straight to the point kind of stuff. So that that's kind of where it all kind of started. Right. Less of a, less of a, menagerie of things and more of a specialized like it's like a an auditorium filled with people all having conversations <laughs> right. is kind of what most forums turn into <laughs> that's a really good analogy <laughs> yeah like that's like really super cool um cool should i just take these next like few points and we'll just keep on going go for it all right so dedicated social media sites arose from these forums where users could create profiles make friends with other users and keep in touch a lot more easy uh, the first such social media site was actually called sixdegrees.com formed back in 1997 similarly websites that supported blogging arose around 1997 as well and gave a means for users to post long-term articles and stories of their own whether it be an anecdote or hey i was fixing my car i ran across this this is what i figured it out so if you have this problem you can read this story to and with pictures and all this other stuff so it's like a follow along how to do wiki uh since then forums social media and blogging have become a central part of communication online the social life businesses and news publishing popular social media platforms which i'm sure almost everyone has heard of facebook instagram snapchat tiktok twitter wechat which actually i don't know and whatsapp which sounds like a dying thing and then there's youtube rounding them out so <laughs> like i have never ever downloaded or used whatsapp I know I, it's like a I know it's like a messaging kind of a thing. Yeah, it's just another messaging one. Um <clears throat> WeChat is if I'm not mistaken, it's relatively well, I don't know if it's relatively new. It started picking up its pace a little bit in recent years. And it's their kind of uh they're kind of specialized in being a they're not necessarily uh, right political leaning. They're just a more open platform to be able to get away from some of the other left leaning, um, like Twitter and Facebook and those organizations. And so it was kind of set up as a alternative to the 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 big mainstream social media services. Um, Interesting. And so WeChat came along, and it doesn't necessarily identify with any sort of uh, political group they're just like hey everyone's invited and you know we're not <laughs> going to you know there's less issues with censorship for certain groups and that sort of thing 
Interesting. So just another just another audit, auditorium. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the last point here, uh, just within the last decade, check this out. Studies show that Instagram actually holds a majority of the influ- influencer population. And you Which know makes that, sense, I guess. No, yeah, definitely not surprising because we a couple episodes ago, relatively recently, we talked about how uh, Instagram is starting its starting to see more and more not just marketing but actual sales on Instagram. There's actually in recent right. updates to it. There's a, a tab at the bottom for marketplace. Yeah, exactly, and it's such a visual platform which people are more drawn to that kind of uh, stimulus, like you know that just just. Like, statistically, if you have a post with a picture, you're going to perform better than if it's just, like, a tweet with words. Well, yeah. I mean, you look at uh, uh, just, I feel like everybody's familiar with eBay. Are you going to, you've got, you're looking for a specific product. Are you going to click on a listing that has no pictures and just a description? Or are you going to click on one that has a zillion pictures and care maybe a little bit less about the description? I mean, it's obvious. Right, right. That, that I, type of platform would go that route. I will immediately buy it now on anything with no pictures. You say it, I believe you. Here's that's, my money. that's ballsy. Is and that's is. how I got to where I am today, man. <laughs> that's, you know, uh, interesting strategy, but you do you, man. <laughs> I'm just happy I have your support, really. <laughs> you got it. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right man what's up <laughs> <clears throat> so moving on a little bit more with some of the background uh companies nowadays are more concerned with feedback and comments they received from their social media platforms and forums and other types of uh internet presence uh because consumer consumers believe other consumers um, you know, I mean, I think everyone can relate to reading the reviews on a product. Maybe not Nolan, right. since he's kind of <laughs> seems like his internet shopping trends are a little bit different. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, and here we go. Many rely on reviews to convince them into buying something. You know, it might be on the fence, right. but you see that it's got a, a ton of great reviews. Okay, well, I think I'm pretty. Sa- it's a safe bet that I'm going to be satisfied with this product. Um, right. And all it takes is one bad review to cost a business uh, an absolute ton of revenue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Blogstar Network, launched in 2000, 2004 by Ted Murphy of MindComet, um, and seen as the, re- uh, the first real influencer network, invited bloggers uh, to an email list to receive basically paid offers and endorsements from corporations based on the type of post that they made. Um, an example of this would be uh, being paid a few dollars for reviewing a fast food meal in their blog. Right. So you kind of mix that personability because this person is like anyone can vlog, you know, you can log on, you can make account, you can vlog. And now this guy is like, or oh, this person is, is is getting paid for something that I can also do every day, which is go to my local Taco Bell and shout on on the new toasted chalupa, which is delicious. But now I can read about somebody enjoying it and then make the decision to go do it. So it's a whole big circle. Oh, definitely. And, and we'll get to that uh, a little bit more in depth here in a little bit. But it's it is it's so whether it's right or wrong, 
it's so much more believable from what seems to be a regular everyday person than it is from a like a marketing uh, an actual paid spokesman right or b a celebrity who you right absolutely know does not care one little bit about the product it's just about the right paychecks now right. and they're like out of your league where it's like i would never understand or know how their lifestyle could possibly be exactly and so it, it's it's all about this whole trend is all about being relatable to the audience that's really, right, right. you know, if you take nothing else away from this conversation, that's all it's about is being relatable. Right. And, you know, someone you see on the internet as a down-to-earth person just like you are, it's much easier to take their word for it than it is, uh, you know, a celebrity or spokesperson or, you know, some other type of marketing, mm-hmm. someone who works in a marketing department, you know. Right. And, and it's crazy how much of a profound influence and impact they can actually have like you could have somebody who is amazing at streaming video games right so that's what they do Mm -hmm. that's what they're good at oh but you see on stream they have a blue yeti oh well their stream is well put together i want a blue yeti you know like like it's almost just the connections you make with what it is like they don't even necessarily have to be like flaunting something oh yeah definitely i mean there is a huge I think there's a huge subconscious level to all this too, because right. you know, there's it's kind of split. There's the influencing of and it seems to kind of this then that, where these people get popular um before they're really uh starting to advertise and promote a lot of products, people in general just like them. And mm-hmm. they subconscious what subconsciously want to be like them. And so you're, you're, whether you realize it or not, you're going to pick up on their traits. You're going to pick up on uh, yeah. the products that they like, how they talk, what they do, you know, things like that. And you're going to pick up on right. it. And then that's when we see, it's after that that we start to see um, the the real market influencing. Um, because Absolutely. it's, you know, this is when these, I mean, in nowadays, as big as social media influencing is, uh, marketing departments at every company are watching social media like hawks. Yeah, um, big time. Seeing who's popular, who's getting the likes, who's getting the comments, um, yep. and that's who they're focusing on to hawk their products. Right, <laughs> right. Which is like a perfect segue into this next point where it's like if you talk about just the influencer itself. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Well, I didn't know if we were going to switch <laughs> off looked, that. Oh, okay. No, that, I was going to give it to That's you. fine. So moving into self-branding um, could also be called personal branding. Basically describes the development of a public image for commercial gain or social or cultural capital. <clears throat> uh, so the rise of social media has obviously been exploited by individuals seeking personal fame. That's kind of what it was really designed for right Uh, people see it as a way to connect with each other but no it's really more of a way to get people to view and make money um and that's you can only do that when you have people basically trying to accrue as many followers as possible uh seeking personal fame product sales platforms such as instagram snapchat vsco tiktok youtube 
um, are really the most common social media outlets on which online influencers attempt to build a following and a personal connection to audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> fame can be attained through different avenues and so and social media forms, um, including art, humor, modeling, and podcast. Um, but a lot of times it does circle back around to those big, the big names that we just listed off. Right. Um, it either starts there and moves into the other areas or it starts in the Uh other areas and fades into, um, uh, fades into the, the more artsy type stuff. Right. Absolutely. And a lot of times, a lot of this stuff is mixed. Maybe somebody is famous due to the way that they have open humor on their YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Like, using their unique skill or or something that they are appealing to or that hasn't been widespread as popular yet that's Mm -hmm. what kind of builds the fan base on the platform and like just as um a ticker to this let's let's check this out quick um where was it that uh i should have just put that (laughs) in here for how much uh, videos were consumed. Oh yeah. Oh, here we go. Every minute, three hundred hours of videos are uploaded to YouTube, and five billion videos are watched every day. Three hundred hours every minute uploaded to somewhere. Well, it's on YouTube, but you know, it's just out there. Yeah. It's nuts. And and, and the. The amount of variability in those videos, too. Now, 300 hours every minute is uploaded to YouTube. There is a very large portion of that that is just absolute garbage. Right. <laughs> you know, everybody knows it. You sorting through YouTube. I mean, your feed, I guess, is always pretty tailored to what your interests are. But there is so much garbage on YouTube. But that being <laughs> said, there is so also so much really, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, I know I have, uh, I know personally I watch TV shows on YouTube that are, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not TV shows. They're people who, uh, they're most of the time they're famous for other things. And then they also have like a weekly show that they do that might range from 30 minutes to an hour, whether it's okay. a vlog or, uh, honestly set up exactly like a tv show just in online streaming form uh right. there's the how-to stuff i mean there's you can learn yeah. anything on youtube yeah and, and it's crazy how big it's gotten and yeah. like i said with the whole visual thing and like even more personal connection because it's not even just a picture now you're like literally watching these people uh, yeah. in their lives so yeah yeah and that's a that is a very I wouldn't say it's relatively new. It's been really big for for several years, but it's it seems to be continually growing. Is the internet vlogs? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I don't have any data to back this up at all, but it seems like there is a strong correlation between vlogging, daily lives, and the rise in influencers because I think that that really reinforces that. Uh, connection between the individual, uh, between the influencer and the audience. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And, 
you know, it, it's you might already know this person for years after watching them on, you know, when their channel was smaller or on social media, you follow them because they're really funny or whatever. But as soon as you get a peek and start to kind of feel like you're part of their daily life, I mean, it's it's that much easier to identify with them. You know what yeah, I mean? For sure. For sure. Um, so definitely cool. a correlation there. All right, moving on into what causes people to gravitate towards influencers. Um, the social media stars are less like idols that are distant and detached and more like role models who actually influence uh, people on the ground, kind of like what we've been uh, talking about. They shed the celeb-like vibe, and you could see them in sweatpants and a sweatshirt, and that's normal. <laughs> and people can actually <laughs> relate to them, you know? Like, oh, yeah, no, I no, I still definitely walk around in only my boxers, so at least... At least they feel as there. Um, their stardom is widespread, and they typically have a dedicated audience. So most of the people are there. Uh, like if you take it where it's like I like movies, so you know Tom Hanks is just regarded as being amazing, right? I mean, right. it's Tom Hanks. But when you take an internet celeb, it's like I like this person because they do this specific thing, mm-hmm. not like Tom Hanks is just good. His movies are good. This is. This person does this, and I and I watch it for the fifteen seconds of that, and then I move on. Yeah, yeah. each time. But yeah, yeah. You watch it because, uh, I, you know, like you were just saying, Tom Hanks, he makes good movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, you like this other person because he's funny, and I like his dog, and he drives cool cars, and he seems <laughs> yeah. like a good guy. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. They're, they're they're I one hundred percent. Uh, see where you're going with that is you it's it's all part of that uh, you see part of their lives and not necessarily just their outward yep. projection right right even though Tom Hanks he's a real one um, <laughs> <laughs> it is easier for people to connect with them as the influencers make an effort to have regular and direct communication with the followers themselves this could like a good thing is responding to people on Twitter or doing the Instagram stories where people can ask live questions. They'll take a picture and answer it. You know, things like that, where it's like immediate gratification of communication rather than scheduled timing advertisements of, Hey, check out this new movie I'm in. So, Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's if you didn't bring that up, that's what I was going to say too, is, you know, think about someone you follow either on YouTube or, or whatever. You see them probably at minimum once a week. Maybe. Right. Right. Well, what about someone who uh, look at it, especially before the rise of the Internet, you know, a celebrity in a mood, an actor or an actress that you really like, you see them a couple times a year. Right. You know, on talk shows or a movie they're actually in or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, either one of those, you know, that generally you're going to at the. At your peak, you're putting out a couple movies a year, and then you're doing appearances before the release of those movies, and that's yeah. kind of the extent <laughs> of your public appearance. Um, right. You know, unless you're involved in other things, but uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's much right. more, uh, much more interaction with the audience. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, next one here: the followers are introduced to the latest trends, therefore seen as trendsetters so influencers uh seen it's seen as trendsetters because they're kind of on the on the tippy top of this is what's happening this is what's now so Mm -hmm. people will just catch on 
and influencers are better appreciated by the audience than paid celebrities and advertisements as they come across more uh, genuine, which is kind of like the common tone we have been having, but <clears throat> where it's kind of like when it's like a big, big celebrity, you know it's a big, big celebrity. But even though you know like this internet influencer has a lot of followers, it feels like they're smaller uh, well, not not to just keep on reiterating a point, but it's like you see them more often. That way it feels like they're not that big. Mm-hmm. So even though they're big, but it just is what it is. Where big, big stars, like I don't see Chris Evans like chilling on Instagram all the time, you know? But <laughs> I, I could see an, in, right. an, an, an influencer there and being like, hey guys, I'm literally just chilling on my couch because I'm bored. <laughs> oh, I'm bored too. What's up, man? <laughs> Um, and I think not at all to derail what we've talked about for the entire show. I think we are starting to see a little bit of a crossover of the two. Yeah. Um, so there, I mean, there are celebrities who do have very large social media, uh, followings, but then there's also influencers too, who are so incredibly high up that it's basically turn them into celebrity status yeah you know what like I they mean? almost invite they're invited to the parties yeah exactly and so uh that's i wouldn't say that's necessarily a new thing again but it's something that we're seeing more and more of where some of these people are right. so incredibly popular that they are starting to reach that celebrity status right. and even though they're actually influencers, it's hard to identify them with what we know as the down-to-earth kind of <laughs> influencer. So, I mean, that, I guess right. making the, just the distinction, because we're not necessarily talking about those individuals. We're kind of talking about the, right. the, the dictionary definition of the influencer and what most people right. know as it. Right. And, and like, <laughs> just as a small side note before we move into market power, <clears throat> it's almost just like there's a tend of growth, right? As the social media platform grows, the people that are on the ground and influencers, they're going to grow too. So the longer they've been there, the bigger they're just going to get. So at one point, it's kind of like they cross over that line. So Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that makes sense as well. I mean, think of someone who's really popular on Instagram and maybe they have 5% 5% of the people who use Instagram are generally interested in what that person has to say or do. As right. Instagram grows, that 5% is also growing, um, yep. you know, along the same rate. So that, I mean, yep. that makes sense as well. You know, it's it's partly because they're so popular and also partly because the platform is growing as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, let's... <coughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'll go into the first half of this okay. this marketing uh, section here. So first one we have is brand endorsement. Uh, kind of like we talked a little bit about earlier, uh, business giants, specifically uh, the marketing departments of giant companies, uh, obviously very quickly recognize the power of social media influencers. Um, and there's a lot of companies now that rely almost exclusively on social media influencers to endorse their brand. Um, and those who don't rely on it exclusively are continuing to rely heavier and heavier on them. Um, 
you know, it, it seems like you can't scroll through on any platform. You can't scroll through it without seeing some sort of uh, branded endorsement, you know, for for whatever, anything from <laughs> right. water bottles to life insurance, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, so the next part here is I... The uh, the the source of some of this information says smart leaders, uh, which I'll circle back around to. Uh, social media influencers have the power to draw the attention of thousands, um, and it's kind of simple how they do that. They engage in meaningful conversations with their followers and are mostly within the reach of those who want to communicate and seek help. <laughs> I think just like we talked about with all the junk on YouTube, I think we have to put a little bit of a caveat on smart leaders. I think we have to limit that a little bit to they know their audience and they know what they're doing with their audience. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. there's plenty of crap out there where it's obvious that uh, maybe some of these influencers are a little bit misguided. However, you know, whatever your opinion is on that, I think we can all agree on that. Right, um, right. But it's more about <laughs> they know what they're doing and they're really good at it. Yep. They know how to get like to the point of <clears throat> almost answering the question before they actually ask it. Exactly. That's exactly what we yeah. do. And I think that's uh, obviously that's been rammed home in every marketing class and department on planet Earth. And I think yeah. it, we're seeing it from the ground up now with social media instead of top down for sure for sure uh so last point here and i'll kind of set you up for the rest of this market power section so starting to talk about the revenue of these media influencers now this uh, is something this this is the part where you'll start to maybe reevaluate some career choices here (laughs) (laughs) so the average influencer this it's a pretty broad spectrum but this is the the high and the low of the average influencer they can take home anywhere from 30 to $100,000 per year by promoting products such as clothing, food, hotels, um and even stuff like vitamin supplements on their yeah on their accounts. Right. Okay, so this is like promotion revenue not even necessarily the revenue they get because of the followers they have <clears throat> right like yeah the, well there's probably multifaceted stuff with this guy yeah yeah it is multifaceted because there is yes it is promotional revenue but it's also based on followers too it's based on okay. views i mean a lot of times i don't not speaking for all of them but like youtube in general i think it's if you have an advertisement on there and it's per view of that video. Yeah. You know, and it's calculated all into that. But that's also, you know, it's it's a little bit different if you're doing like a like a live read or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's a little bit tougher to track where that advertisement, where that business came from. And so you're generally paid an allotment, you know, just hey, so much money for this much ad time. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Cool. Nuts. Yes. It only gets it only gets weirder from here. Yes, it does. Uh, users with more than one million followers can make more than a hundred million dollars, or even up to two hundred fifty grand per sponsored post 
on their page, according to a 2018 Vox report. 2018, it can only be more by this point. But the fact that if you have a million followers and if you just promote one post, they can make $100,000. Yes, that is that is hard to imagine, isn't it? Yeah. And freaking nuts. Like, I understand it takes, it, it does take a lot of work and dedication and commitment and consistency to get there. So it's, oh, yes. it's not like, it's not, it's not easy by any means, but once you're there, I mean, you know, you're there. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Unless you do something to screw it up. Yeah. You're there and you're sitting pretty, but like, just like you said, it takes so, it's not like you can just make an account and immediately start doing that. It takes so yeah. much work, hours and hours of, I mean, these people do photo shoots. They do, uh, I know YouTube people, they do their, basically, I wouldn't really call it a script, but they plan out their videos so that they know that it's things that their audience wants to see. It's things that right. uh, you can put in the description and people are going to search. You're going to get hits on the search. Um, yeah. It is a ton totally. of work post-processing editing like it's it's nuts to make a good product but Mm -hmm. you're rewarded um micro influencers so these are the ones that aren't necessarily like top-notch more like the kind of smaller guys but they definitely have a good following to make an impact um or social media users with anywhere between 50 to 100,000 followers uh sorry 50,000 to 100,000 followers used to only make a couple hundred dollars per sponsored post back in the days when social media influencing was just taking off this was probably early 2010s Mm -hmm. late 2000s um these days however micro influencers themselves not the big guns just the micro influencers can make as much as a few thousand dollars per post and reach to 40 to a hundred thousand dollars per year for being a micro influencer anywhere from 50 grand to 100 grand uh, followers you can make up to around 100 grand which is crazy that's that's still a ton it is it's nuts and there's even and like we said before like being even just a micro influencer it's just a matter of time before they become an influencer like it's just the way it goes and then you have a nano influencer a little bit smaller or uses with only a few thousand followers maybe like between 10,000 you know give around there can actually make anywhere between 30 to 60 grand per year according to that same report which oh boy i mean okay so as we round out the show here if you take a look at it, the, these followers is one platform, but a lot of times they're not just dedicated to one platform because they can either like maybe down the road venture into YouTube after Instagram or a YouTuber has an Instagram that you can also follow. So then you have more content more often rather than a video once a week. It's yeah. just like it all works together. It's crazy. And, and that's that's just, I wouldn't say doubling, but that's just expanding their their content, but you also have to think about the people you're potentially reaching more people doing it that way. Cause there's, if you have a, a YouTuber that got popular on YouTube and then they, they have a reasonably popular following on Instagram, you're not going to have the exact same people on both. You're going to have some, some yeah. of that group of people is only going to be YouTube and some of that people's only going to be Instagram, which then expands your total audience. Um, you know, potentially, I, I, you know, that's, you, you could potentially double your audience. Now, that's in a perfect world where you have totally segregated <laughs> audiences. But right. 
you know, that's the point I'm trying to make is that it's, you know, it's not just the same people that you're talking to if you go to a different platform. Yeah, it, 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 it has taken off and grown so much. Yeah. It's yeah. And, and these numbers are also uh, compiled from 2018 as well. Think about, yeah. you know, it's obviously going to rise in 2019. And then it's especially looking at 2020 where, you know, there's a depending on where you live, there's a, t- a large amount of people that are at home. They're looking for entertainment uh, yep. to keep themselves occupied while being at home. Um, yeah. And so I, you know, we get some numbers out, uh, you know, or beginning of next year, we get some final numbers out for 2020. And I get, I would guarantee these numbers are, uh, gigantic compared to these 2018 numbers that we're looking at now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. Rounding out the show as we typically do on young nostalgia. some <laughs> so maybe not so high points. We got some legal problems to talk about here with some of these uh, social media influencers. Should we split up one point each? Uh, they're really kind of the same point, but you go ahead and take them. Okay. And then we'll talk okay, about it afterwards. All right. All right, if, 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 if sure. All right. Uh, the Federal Trade Commission issued warnings to several celebrities, including singer Cardi B, for failing to properly disclose they were paid to promote a detox tea company or like just a company. So they promoted it, but they weren't like, I got paid to promote this, Mm -hmm. you know? So that made scientifically dubious claims about the health benefits of its products itself. But I feel like the base problem here is that people were looking at it and they were like, Ooh, it's working for Cardi B. It'll work for me. Right. No, Cardi B got paid to say what she said. So, and there's, there's kind of basically you can split that up into two separate problems. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, all right, the last point here is that the, the FTC, Federal Trade Commission, ordered detox tea company uh, Teamy on Friday. Well, which whenever I'm this I'm sorry, I, I left that in thing. there. That was Friday compared to the Fox <laughs> Business article. Yeah. Right. Which I think was, I think this was big last year, I yes. think. Uh, yep. To repay $1 million to cut. Okay. So the company, Teamy, had to repay $1 million to to cut consumers for engaging in false and deceptive marketing practices. In its complaint, the FTC noted that Teamy uh, attributed various health benefits to its tea products without actual scientific evidence, including claims that they could tr- uh, treat tr- treat cancer, prevent the flu, and fuel weight loss. So just absolute lies across the board. And they paid a celebrity to endorse this and say, hey, say this. And I think Cardi B kind of wormed her way out of it saying, well, I was paid so... I wanted the money, so I just said it. It's just, right. It just is what it is. But anyway, yeah, yeah it's no. crazy. I mean, it, and and now now you see this whole big thing. Like, you would scroll your timeline, and you would never really see this. But now every time, like, you would scroll your timeline, and you and you know it's an ad. But now, no matter where you're at, there's a small little letters or something that says sponsored immediately. Yep. yep. And it, it it's like everywhere now, which is you know probably for the best but oh, the whole scenario of the, uh, the whole scenario of this whole thing was interesting yeah and 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 this is just one example of this happening and it was a, a pretty high profile one that I, I thought would kind of resonate pretty well um, but you know several different problems here and it, it doesn't even necessarily have to be something this specific um, when you start to get into the uh, gigantic followings and the influence that these people have, over their audience, um, they really 
kind of have to be careful about everything that they say, even not necessarily even when they're uh, endorsing a product, you know, I mean, they're right. uh, They could even be if you they make a YouTube video while they're doing something, you know, whether it's uh, it's something that's not necessarily healthy for people to be doing, (laughs) whether it's unlawful or uh you know anything like that you know you are kind of responsible for your followers kind of you know walking in your footsteps and and trying right. to do the same things um this whole like don't try this at home exactly yeah and, and you know that is kind of you know we see all of these people uh saying that and posting that and that's in the comments you know this is don't try this at home we either right. are paid professionals or we're experts or you know whatever um so there's that responsibility there and then there's there's stuff like this where um a you know you could be selling a product that you really have no idea what's going on they contacted you and said hey we want you to sell this product and you said okay cut the checks right and And they're like uh, here's the script go into that audio booth and just say this Right, exactly. And so if you don't have any idea what you're selling or, you know, you don't have any background knowledge on what you're selling, you know, you can wind up in situations like this and be in some hot water for potentially making claims that aren't really true, even though you were told to say them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, right. so there, there is right. some responsibility, personal and, you know, public responsibility to all of this. Right that uh, influencers do have to be a little bit careful about. Right. And it's crazy. I mean, we just started talking about how vlogs and uh, sixdegrees.com and then blog, um, blog net, blog, blogs net or whatever. And mm-hmm. early two thousands, just imagine how many times this kind of thing has happened and up not until 2018, 2019 were they like, okay, this is actually having an impact on people. Right. And we only see it more and more as the, the scope of influencers get bigger and bigger. Right. Right. Craziness. The world we live in, man. It is. It is a, it's a pretty crazy, I mean, it all makes sense, right? It does. Nothing that we talked about doesn't make sense. You know, people, though people want to identify with real life people, you know, yeah, it it all makes sense, but it's also crazy to think about at the same time that, Absolutely. With a little bit of know-how and just being generally likable, someone like you and me could have this kind of following and being making that kind of money just by basically making some videos. Right. Um, I mean, we're only 26. Nothing says we still can't do it. That's fair. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> might just have to might just have to clean up a little bit. I think the key word that I just talked about was <laughs> likable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shoot, dude. All right. Well, on that note, thanks so much for sticking with us. Hopefully, you're with us next week if, if, if we're likable enough. Uh, find us on your favorite podcasting apps. That's Young Nostalgia, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. We're out there. If you like what you hear, please give us a kind five-star click. And if you have the time, just let us know what you enjoy. Also, if you have a topic on your mind. Or if you're an internet influencer yourself and you want our 10 top tips on how to get zero followers, email us at <laughs> Young Nostalgia Pod. I was Young wondering Nostalgia where that Pod. was going. 
<laughs> youngnostalgiapod at gmail.com. We'll take your questions. We'll answer them live on the air. Or if you want to be a guest, let us know. Anything else, big guy? Uh, no, nah, I think that was a super, a super fun show. And I think it kind of, you know, if anyone was, any of our audience was a little bit fuzzy on, you know, what influencer means, or they heard it thrown around on the news or, mm-hmm. or whatever. I think that was kind of a good explanation as to what it means and also kind of the scope of what influencing is and kind of how it started. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, and this is still just the beginning. Oh, definitely. I mean, I think it. I I definitely don't think that it's at its peak. I think uh I think it'll eventually kind of end up pushing out uh mainstream advertisements and what we know as advertisements and commercials uh will, will uh-huh. be faded out, definitely. I'm with you. I'm with you. Oops, too loud, too loud, too loud. Calm that down. <laughs> All right, man. This is a good show. Episode one fourteen. Thank you guys so much. And as we always say here on Young Nostalgia. Keep the bottles empty and the ashtrays full. We'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.